What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Wardcast. Every Monday, we bring you the latest in video game news, talk about survival horror, machinima, and what's going on at the Ward. I'm one of your hosts, Sean Clark, alongside Jazz Rich. And Nick Sharpshot. Howdy. And Dante Comstock. Konnichiwa. This is the first time Dante is on the show, so we'll try to be gentle with him. You guys, <laughs> you guys have heard Dante in a few of our shows, including Days of Our Lives Resident Evil as Sadler in the later episodes and Billy in the Diary of Rebecca Chambers. Uh, why don't you give us a rundown of who you are and uh, what all you do? Oh, is, do, I, do I go first? You, yeah, that's you. <laughs> You're oh, the only so Dante was... here that I'm aware of. You oh, oh. okay. Well, um, yeah, I, I, do, I do the recent Sadler and uh, I... I do Billy. Um, Billy! I, I also do some writing, directing, uh, and video game film footage and all that jazz for my own stuff. Um, major inspiration is good old Sean Senpai right there. So, Aww. you know, gotta thank him for getting to me where I am today. So, uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's the part where I plug in things, so I don't nope, know. Nope, that's later. Yeah, okay, cool. Then I'll wait for that part. <laughs> um, yeah, that's so that's me. I'm a, I'm a Dante. He does he does the machinimas. Yeah. He's I blonde, though. He's not the black-haired Dante. He's the only one of us who does machinima. Uh, what? Yeah, we kind of slack off. Hey, you you speak for yourself. I work well, no, hard. I, I, I was. Not. I'm in hiatus, actually. I'm trying to work that out right now, but oh, we'll okay, get to that belong. later. Oh. <laughs> Everybody, sort your shit out. Yeah, Time sure. has come. Wow. And so I mean, you're I. right. <laughs> <laughs> we, I thought we were taking it slow. Uh, sometimes slow means fast. Yeah, that's just what like, it means when you... Just like no means yes. You see a yellow light... Well, that's in Canada. So. And you drive faster. Exactly. So, uh, fucking Nintendo, uh, they continue to fuck up physical releases. Wolfenstein Youngblood's getting a physical release. But guess what's in the box? What's in the box? A big dildo to go fuck yourself with. It might as well have that because it's a little old piece of paper with a fucking code on it. So (laughs) what is the point? Fucking, I don't understand that. Why would you make a quote-unquote physical version when there's no disc? Or cartridge. Who is that for? Who wants that? I, well, just, I just want to have a box cool on, on my shelf for no you... reason at all. Don't you? No! <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Can you imagine that, like, ten years from now, we still buy, like, plastic cases and shit for stuff? We just open it, it's like a, no- it's like a little notepad, like, 7XZ 16-code digit shit. Like, ah, now I know expired 2012 there's a note in there that says there was a game here it's gone now (sighs) (laughs) we didn't have the money to make the disc so yeah nintendo's running out of money Uh uh-huh oh man (laughs) i think they ever since that one game i i think it was one of those war games where they started doing like they did that right where they released like a game but it was like download the full game later or something like that do you know which one i'm talking there, about it's so that's not one game that's several games that oh no it's becoming a trend mm-hmm, that's uh let's see that's bayonetta that's was well, that half-life 2 the first one did that that required like a code to put in for mm-hmm. steam and shit back when steam was still like a little baby 
I don't know, PC stuff. I don't know. It's not my realm. (laughs) (laughs) But no, on on Nintendo Switch, like so far off the top of my head, I know Bayonetta did that. Uh, Resident Evil Revelations 2 did that. Uh, Both of the Mega Man collections did that. Spyro uh, Reignited Trilogy did that. There's a bunch of games where it's like half of it's on a cartridge and half of it you have to download. Is this specifically within Nintendo's products? Because I definitely yes. don't recall that. Oh my yes. god. It's fucking bullshit. It's it's worse than not even doing a physical release at all. Because it's like, we're, we're releasing physical. Just kidding. Fuck you. <laughs> I, see, I bought the day one edition of Final Fantasy XV, because it was like 10 bucks for PS4, and I put in the disc, and I'm like, okay, it's probably a big game. It'll take like maybe like 30 minutes to install. No, it takes three hours to download 70 gigabytes, and I oh can't even gosh. boot up the story mode of the game until it's all done downloading. I think that's another one, Final Fantasy Like, what X. the fuck? Like, ten, I think 10 and 10.2 collection, I think, is how... Is that on Switch now? Yeah, that's on Switch now. Yeah. It? It's either out or it's coming out, I can't remember. But yeah, that was just a, a quick little thing I wanted to complain about. Not, not big enough for a new story, but uh, Nintendo continues to piss me off, and I don't like it. Nick, how was your week? It was busy. Um, school's coming to a wrap, so y'all people who are watching who do the whole education thing, um, it sucks, doesn't it? Um, <laughs> yes. But, yes. But that's all boring, so we're not going to talk about that. Um, been playing a lot of childhood games, trying to revisit. I've been playing some Return of the King on GameCube. Which... I thought you were going to say something about playing with children, and I was like, uh, cut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is, uh, <clears throat> it's not that kind of podcast. No, but, um, I played, what the fuck else? I was been, I've been playing Return of the King. I played some of the, like, Lord of the Rings games, like Fellowship, which is still pretty good. I know people don't like it, but it's all right. The Third the, Age is a lot is of fun. Fellowship. Is that the RPG one? Like the turn-based mm. one? No, no, no. Or the turn-based one is the Third, ba- third Age, oh, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. really fun. It's fucking awesome. It's literally Final Fantasy It is X really, really cool. Crossover. I remember when that came out, I was freaking out. Um, Played some CSGO, played some Quake Live for all you PC people. Um, and watched Final Fantasy Advent Children, which I'm has sorry. a really bad English dub. <laughs> <laughs> It's a good movie, I think. For good it, is it, a strong word. Okay, it's it's like from a thematic standpoint, you can like philosophically dissect it for days. If but you from watch like... it on mute, it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> if you yeah, don't the English dub is it's not very good. But I will say the guy who plays Reno is Quentin Flynn, who is the voice actor for Raiden, and that yeah. blew my mind. And I was awesome. I was speaking more on like a story level. Like, if you just watch it, and it's, like, cool action, and it's like, oh, it's Final Fantasy, and it looks pretty, it's cool. But if you know what's going on and what it's about, it's not so great. The real, well, the real thing is, the soundtrack is good. That's the that answer is you true. want to give. That is true. See, but... Soundtrack. <laughs> that's because it's all ripped from the game, though. So exactly. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that was my week. It was a lot of stuff. How about you, Jazz? How was, uh... What are you up to? Uh, I've, I've been up to... Mostly the usual. Um, my roommate and I watched, finally, the three Hobbit movies. I'm sorry. I had never seen them. <laughs> I like them. They're, they're strongly decent. I like the originals better, obviously, but I like that it tied up a lot of loose ends from the series. 
Like a Wait, <laughs> extended or theatrical? I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Were they four hours long or was. two hours long? I don't know. <laughs> you get lost in the movies. I don't pay attention. There's, but I, there's, like, there's not a whole lot time. that happens in, what is it, nine hours of movie? Eh, I mean, yeah, like the original series had more going on, but it's still... Like, when I watch the original movies, I'm always complaining about, like, how the fuck does, like, Lost never run out of arrows? <laughs> and in this <laughs> movie, he does, and I'm like, yes! <laughs> He's <laughs> got the, the solid snake bandana. I think he just pooped them out. Or that. But, um, but yeah, that was that was entertaining. I, don't... I thought that was cigarettes for Snake. No, it was the bandana. Yeah. No, like, he's he pooped out the cigarettes. Oh, the oh wow. <laughs> I didn't know that's where we were going. <laughs> no, it was stomach. He put it in his stomach. Oh, well, well, from the yeah, stomach, right. where's it go? Right. <laughs> <laughs> out of his mouth! He pissed <laughs> it out. Aw, oh, jeez. Continue, Jess. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I played a lot of Conan, so as you know, I know been, nothing about that. <laughs> we've been restarting the fucking game so much. <laughs> like every fucking time we go to play it. Yeah, I remember I told you like, oh well, Diz and I have a second server. Just like, nope, it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get for free. Yep. Well, yeah. They can't handle the servers because there's too many free, too many people playing it for free. It's like, well, shit. They can't shit, handle the ahead. servers because they want money. How many people are allowed to play per server on that, by the way? Forty. Is that or a lot? It, like, is... it depends on the server. Are the like, maps you... big at least for that, or? The map's pretty big, yeah. But like, depend when you make a server, you choose how many people can be in it, and most people just put it at like forty. And it's like, why do you put it at forty if you only have two friends? <laughs> <laughs> and lock it so nobody else can get in. Because um, just in case. Fuck the case. Just in case you meet 38 people. Just in case you make friends, but you can't make friends because you locked your fucking server. Damn. Jerks. They still get in. That's how you know they're really good potential for friends. Are you including the uh, the trying a new game in this par- in this portion, or is that after? Yeah, no, that's that's part of this. Okay, well... As you know, as I told you, I hadn't tried a new game, and I kind of panicked. And I didn't want to go out and buy one. So I just <laughs> finally tried Fatal Frame. Oh, wow. Yes! How'd that go? It's not spooky. What? It's Bullshit. <laughs> I mean, it's only like 300 years old. <laughs> it says on the back of the box, this is the scariest game ever made. Yeah. So you know it's true. <laughs> yeah. It's an if it's on the box, it's accurate. Okay. It's environmentally the only thing, tense. The only thing I've retained from that game so far is Beth and I are just sitting there going like, I uh, I captured a ghost with my camera. This camera has the power to capture ghosts. That's like, this no, camera is the spooky. Because they capture so your soul or whatever. Every time somebody said the word camera, we're like, because this camera has the power to capture ghosts. Now I'll never take a picture of anything. I was just like taking pictures of stairs and fucking beams and shit. I was like, oh, there's no ghost. Oh, oh. I don't think I understand the game. That's that's one of the shitty things, especially about like horror games, is like if you don't play it when it comes out or like within that console generation, you kind of miss out on the experience because the graphics at the time are good, or at least hopefully they're good. But if you go back to it like a generation or two down the line and it looks like shit, it's hard for it to be effective in scaring you. Well, no, I didn't I... get very far either. 
I feel like Fatal Frame, and if they were to release, I know it's never going to happen because of stupid licensing bullshit, but if they were to remake, like, Fatal Frame Trilogy HD or Silent Hill Trilogy or Quadrilogy, whatever, H- Quad, whatever the fuck they call it, Saga Legacy, whatever, uh, if they were to remake an HD version of that, that would definitely, like, bring that back in terms of popularity because I feel like series is, like, series like Fatal Frame and Solid Hill are dying because of that, you know, because they're so PS2, like, outdated in terms of that. They're so PS2. Yeah, I don't think there's a big enough demand for something like that, and I think companies are afraid to do something like that because Konami did do the HD version of Silent Hill, and it was a fucking nightmare. Not in a good way. (laughs) Well, no, like, but that's because, like, I'm talking, like, you straight up have, like, I I think, because I was reading about this, I don't mean to you know, interject this topic, but I feel like it might be interesting. I read that fans are better at making, like, remakes or edits or mods or over- overhauls or updates and hell, just, like, remastering shit than the actual companies. Because while for companies, it's usually, like, hired hands that are, you know, just doing a job, fans actually, like, you know, naturally give a shit about the source material and all that. So it would make sense for all these companies to outsource <laughs> a lot of this work to fans if they could. That's never going to happen. But I see what you're saying. Unfortunately. <laughs> I know, yeah. but... That was, it just like, depends, too, because like, if you do it right, like they did with Resident Evil 2 Remake, where it's people involved with the first game, and they, they're passionate about it, and they understand what it is and what makes it important, and they have the talent, you get something that's worthwhile. And that's kind of what needs to happen with Silent Hill. But again, I just don't think something like that's realistic because of the state of Silent Hill... And what happened with PT and what happened with the the HD collection and just Konami being a garbage company at the moment. I don't think we're going to see anything like that. And Fatal Frame had a, uh, I don't remember if it was a prequel or a sequel, but it had a new title on the Wii U. And being on the Wii U, a console that nobody owns, I'm sure it didn't do very well. So they're probably not, you know, raring to to make a new title or a remake or anything in that franchise either. Which, which sucks. is a damn shame. It really yeah, is. Honest, of, to get back to an earlier point about like the graphics thing, like I I guess for some people the graphics may matter in, in effect of the atmosphere, but for me personally, even though we were already in like a PS3 generation when I started like playing the trilogy, it still has its spooks for me personally. Probably because one, uh, I can't do ghost, and two, I can't do Japanese ghost. <laughs> so in- environmentally, the Fatal Frame trilogy was very tense for me, to say the least. Fighting ghosts maybe not be like completely spooky-ish, depending on the ghost, really. But overall, I say it had like the same kind of thing what was going on for like Resident Evil Two at first. Environmentally tense until like the things that really just make you go, oh, happen. But, yeah, if there were to be, like, if if dreams were to come true, an overhaul, bringing it to, like, the PS4, I'm sure there'd be, like, a reigniting of a fan base for it, because it's a good series, and the, the latest game coming out on the Wii U was definitely a major disappointment. And uh, I heard on also some reviews that gameplay-wise is a bit on the jank side or something, so... Mm. It was definitely one of those hit-and-miss moments, and I really wish it didn't miss. They need to start taking more years to make games. Like, you, I, yes I would argue no. it is... 
Well, no, I mean, like, from what I've seen, like, a good game, I would, like, assume would take four to five years of, like, good structured development. Actual because, quality check. Yeah, because, like, and I don't mean in we the sense... We don't do like, that you, these days. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know how. Our, it's okay, we'll multi- patch it later. Oh, god damn it. <laughs> Day one patch. Exactly. No, our multi-billion dollar company can't afford to hire new people. What the main character's phasing through the ground? Uh, we'll fix it later, it's fine. Just uh, add a cross-check. Half a face is missing and all they can see is the eyeballs and mouth? <laughs> no big deal. Later. We'll fix it in post. Uh, but uh, we, we derailed a little bit. Jazz, how did you like Fatal Frame? <laughs> Other than it not being spooky because of data graphics. I I haven't done much in it to really judge, but so far I'm not, like, it's not interesting me. So you're probably not going to, you don't think you'll try to go through it or... I, I might. It's just the graininess of it kind of bugs me, and I got, like, stuck. And I didn't know where to go, and I was like... Back stupid. when video games actually required you to, to figure shit out. <laughs> like, we're not even <laughs> used to that. Room. It's like, the, yeah, you have to fucking search everything and really think outside the box to, to move forward. There and was no box. That, but, there's yeah, a there's box. a floating arrow being like, hey, retard, yeah, go here. Exactly. <laughs> and I've experienced that to a degree, too, where like I go back to play something and I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to do here? Because I'm just not used to having to figure things out and and really like dig into things and, and really think in depth as to like what what a possible solution could be for a puzzle. Because normally it's either really easy or there's just no puzzle to figure out. It's like Resident Evil 5 puzzles. <laughs> Point this see, light like, over here. See, I feel like that's a tragedy, too, with games, right? Because, like, the more, you know, because we talked about this on another podcast, where it's like games are starting to reach an audience where, you know, more and more people should play it. And to make it more accessible, people are like, well, some people might not like a game where you have to spend, you know, 30 minutes on one puzzle trying to figure it out because it's, you know, a logic puzzle or, like, a numbers game or, like, a, you know, Fibonacci sequence. Like, it sucks because... Those puzzles, like, I feel like it's more satisfying to play, like, you know, Resident Evil 1 or 2, and when you're able to run around the entire mansion, like, from memory, like, it feels like you memorized the layout of it, like your own home, that is so much more satisfying than just walk into a Switch pressing X, walk into another mm-hmm. Switch pressing X. And, and like when that. you complete, when, like, when you figure out and solve a puzzle, you actually have a sense of accomplishment. How about that? <gasps> what is that in 2019? Nobody knows. There's not America. like a loot box that falls from the sky. Me... Oh, I can pay four ninety nine to unlock the puzzle solution? Yes! Let's do that. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> um, but yeah, hopefully you finish that, Jazz, because, I mean, I haven't personally pl- played the Fatal Frame games, but I've heard really good things, and I just like that style of game. And I think if you give it a chance, it'll probably end up being good, as long as you can get past the graphics and stuff like that because most people can't really do that you know it's like if you if it's not visually pleasing it's hard to buy into what it's doing whether that be story or gameplay or horror or whatever but uh well it's not mostly like because it's not pretty it's just because like it's really hard it's like silent hill i can't play silent hill because it's it's so foggy that like my grays start blending. The oh, like graininess okay. blocks the rest of the shit, so I get lost super easily. Oh, that sucks. But we were laughing at the camera. <laughs> it has the power to capture costs. <laughs> Did you play anything Ill. else? Uh, I I, play, I tried um Hitman. 
whichever one was free last month or the month before that. How was that? Well, you see, I tried this new uh, sleep medication or sleep stuff. Uh (laughs) And I was just playing Hitman to see if I could just like outlive it. And I basically fell asleep playing. (laughs) But it wasn't bad. I got on the boat and I like stole people's clothes and killed people. And I was being, I was playing actual like for real, not being a dick. <laughs> but uh, no, I'm, I'm gonna try to maybe do some videos of release your inner dick. Nice. <laughs> you should call all. it that too. But I have a pile of games I've never played before that's out now, so I'm gonna play them. Oh, good. I noticed too. I saw you streaming uh, the Surge. Oh. Oh no. <laughs> Not That's first. on sale right now, right? Uh, it was one of the let's free just, games. Let's just not. Let's just not talk about the search. I'm not <laughs> wow. even counting that as a new. <clears throat> oh man! Pile of trash. I was told to play it. Is it bad? Just go back and watch the video, like the short 20 minute <laughs> video on my stream of me playing it, and oh. I'm just like, this is fucking. I miss my wheelchair. <laughs> what? It, wait. What is it? Even, what is it even about? As far as I could tell. You're a guy in a wheelchair who goes into some fucking weird outside world in a robot suit and kill other little robots and then go nowhere because none of the doors work. That sounds great. Yeah, no. the end. And then I switched <laughs> to Tomb Raider. He's like, okay. Do the doors have, like, card suit number things? No, over it's, the... it's like a mix of fucking... Des- like, it looks like Destiny and it looks like... Wow, I already don't care. <laughs> I, like, I like Destiny, but when you look at the menu, you're like, oh, it's going to be kind of like that, but no, it's not. It's mm. literally like, here's all these things you can upgrade, but, but you don't have any. So what you're saying is it's like Destiny, only worse somehow. So it's perfect. <laughs> it's so, like yeah. so it's the game of the year. Looks, the menu looks like Destiny. Uh, the trailer made it look a lot better, but I wouldn't have fucking installed it if I played it <laughs> before I installed it somehow. Cool. Anything else? Next. Nope. Oh, wow. Okay. Dante, how did your week go? Uh... <laughs> uh... Perfect. Cool. Sean. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, week-wise, was, it was just in the, in the middle. Nothing, nothing really bad. Nothing too spectacular, you know? I just mm-hmm. had, you know, school. But I think during my days off work, it was just... ADHD everywhere, just like okay, let's let's do some schoolwork and let's go watch a thousand YouTube videos. And I really was, hope- I was really hoping I get the time to like work on you know my Patreon video thing. But then I realized as I was running out of time, I really need to make sure my work gets done. Are exams coming up for you as well? Monday, my dude. Oh fuck! Are you I done gotta- like in early May though, like first or second? No. Um, I th- uh, wait, actually, not sure. I'll check, because it says at the end of May, but um, the last project for my statistics class is in the beginning of May, so I don't know. I would love it to be over. <laughs> I'd like to get nice. time to get going on the Patreon half. But other than that... Um, <clears throat> Can I ask I, how many credit hours you're taking? I'm just curious. Uh, talk to super many university people. <laughs> Um, I'm just taking two classes. That's all I know. I think it was under ten credits or something, because there's that and then astronomy. So, mm. education stuff aside, um, and not talking about work, I bought. Uh, I was on 
Amazon because I wanted to buy more Yakuza stuff. As Sean Senpai knows, I recently got into the series. Fucking Yakuza. Yakuza, that word. Yakuza. So good. Yakuza. Yum, yum, not Yakuza. I went to buy the first two original Yakuza games. On the so PS2? Yeah. Beautiful. So I can experience it, you know, because I played, obviously, the PS4 ones. Zero, uh, Yakuzami is what I call Kiwami. It's combining the two. Yakuzami 1 and Yakuzami 2. So I want to see with, like, you know, where the uh, classic fans stand and experience it for myself kind of thing. Um, and then I also bought Shenmun. Shenmun. Excuse me. Bless you. <laughs> um, the uh, PS4 release, yeah, Shenmue. just delivered today. Yeah. Um, Those so games gonna... did not age well. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 that was what I love. Those games, but like, I I thought like when I got into the HD version, it would just pull me the fuck in, and I would never stop playing it until I was done. Not so much. <laughs> it's just yeah. so fucking dated because like it kind of it kind of. Um, established that whole open world kind of Yakuza like do whatever right. mini games huge world you know in-depth characters talk to everybody mystery kind of thing and at the time it was incredible but it's just yeah, it's not uh, it's bad <laughs> the uh, I did watch like I never watched the before you buy and this was the first time I did and that was just like seeing that gameplay footage from there I'm just like oh man you see, you see Shen Shen Shenmin Shenmin One, and you're just like, ah, oh, the Dreamcast <laughs> graphics, beauty. Jesus Christ, right? Pixel the source beauty. of beauty. And I was, wasn't even when they showed Shenmin Two footage. I was just like, wait, did the graphics change? I think the coat got smoother. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's definitely fascinating, like you said, because it was like that pre-Yakuza days when it wasn't really combat-focused. It was more adventure-focused, and I can't wait to like well, dive into that. And that's not even that's not even true, because if you think about it, Shenmue actually has a deeper battle system than Yakuza. Hmm. Because like just the combos and shit, and like just the the things that you could unlock and the variations in, in combos and things like that that you had was actually a lot more in-depth, I think. Um, that might be different now. Like I, I told you, I'm kind of behind on Yakuza. I haven't played probably the last, like, four games. So that might okay. have changed, but the ones that yeah. I played, it was definitely not on the same level. You might start agreeing so when she's... Or think otherwise when you play uh, Yakuza 0 because from what I hear that's like the best that it's gotten in terms of combat because of that's good to hear. two characters and three battle styles and the f hidden fourth one so because well, in uh, 4 I think it was you got to play four characters and they all had their own styles but they were still rooted in the same gameplay mechanic where they were all relatively limited in what you could unlock and what you could do and they were pretty much variations of square 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 triangle you know what i mean like it wasn't really crazy oh. deep oh yeah no there's definitely more than just that there's very there's various context specific like moments of stuff that you can do which is really cool so we we can get back to that sometime later once you do get around to that but nice. yeah so yeah i got those two and then uh <sighs> I don't know how this happened, but uh -oh. 
on while I was looking up Yakuza and you buy Ray movies. Play? No, no. <laughs> what is that? Don't worry about it. <laughs> We're gonna be having a long talk after this podcast. Wait, what happened? Nothing. I don't know, and Everything I'm gonna find fine. out later. <laughs> yeah, sure. So movies show up, right? And <laughs> somehow in the search for Yakuza movies, there's this one movie called Big Bad Mama Son, and I have I have no idea how that related. It looks like one of those really bad <laughs> Japanese oh, like no. comedy movies. Wait, is and... that Jill? Yeah, <laughs> that's not all. It's got an English dub. Oh it's no! Got... There was a trailer that all oh, Mark <laughs> Hamill in it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think the girl. Someone theorized that the girl who voiced Sakura is Big Bad Mama-san, like Naruto Sakura, and I'm just like, oh god. Only $13.99 with Prime Shipping. Yeah, and the warning box says it contains nudity, crudity, sexual situations, foul language, and country western music. That's (laughs) the warning. Because that's on the level of nudity and violence. (laughs) I mean, what the fuck? So I went to go watch the movie trailer, and it, of course, contains the English dub, and they say the title of the movie like four times. Badu Mama-san. In your own time, there's that. Yo, on the back of the box it says, Her life's out of control and about to go totally trucking nuts. Oh, no. That's yep. amazing. Yep, so I went, I went ahead and bought that, and I really want, like, friends to go watch this with because it just looks like one of those <laughs> one of those cringy movies to watch probably a little more appropriate than fucking watching the room but what well... the fuck is a sexual situation <laughs> well watch the trailer they show a, they show oh, a bit of you no like so... that can is that like any interaction involving two sexes like <laughs> okay it's a conversation between the opposite sex it's a situation. It's a situation. Oh shit! It's temporarily out of stock. So I, since I watched the One Chanbara live action movie, I think I oh can get God, through I got... this. <laughs> I need to watch that too. That's what I was forgetting. It's to so buy. bad. It is awful. <laughs> but you have to see it. <laughs> yeah, of course. I always gotta watch those fan servicey live action Japanese stuff. This is what I live for. <laughs> what else you got? Um, well, aside from that, there's still Saturday night, as you know, Senpai, uh, every Saturday night, I, after work, I go to the bar, and I get some drinks, and I, I break it down on the floor, and, uh, that's pretty much it, so I just gotta, once I calm down from everything, I'm, I really wanna get going on my Patreon thing, cause the sooner the better, wink. <laughs> Winky face. Still doing a lot of voices, too? Oh, of, of, of course I am. Okay, when I pick up the phone, brief before we before, before we go too far, on the phone, I pick up the phone and said, thank you for calling Five Guys Burgers for us in uh, my location. My name is Leonardo DiCappuccino. How can I help you? <laughs> or, uh, <clears throat> my name is, uh, Tony, Johnny, Johnny Pineapple Seed, not to be put on pizzas. Jonathan Pizzas. Yeah. I think she meant in the capacity of projects. Oh, projects, <laughs> that too. I'm also 
I'm also up for hire. I haven't touched my mic in five months, but if anyone actually hires me, I will grab it. Boy, do I have like a job beat for down you. Musician. <laughs> Uh, I haven't done voices in five years, but if you want me to play you a song, ding, ding, I'll the play blues. you a song. My guitar is just a bit out of tune. Just let me. Uh, wow. sh- I broke the G string. Whoa, whoa. While fingering A minor. <laughs> Everyone breaks the G string in the guitar. This sounds like a sexual situation. Well, that, well that's not my fault. They called it the G string. <laughs> I do believe you just got the fucking title of this podcast. <laughs> Boom, there it is. <laughs> we have discovered it. We have uncovered <laughs> the 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 treasure. What, what, what did we come up with? The G-string? Sexual situation. Mm. Yeah. And breaking the G-strings. <laughs> oh, no. You break never break the, the G-strings. Sean. Hello. You're weak. My You're week. Weak. My week was fine. Uh... Okay, not, good. No. Oh, okay. Great. The end. Bye. <laughs> that the end of podcast. Bye, everyone. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Sean's like a groundhog. Like, how was your week? Fine. Just goes back down. <laughs> yep, that's it. Uh, you know, it was a week. It wasn't as productive as I had hoped. My uh, my aspirations are always higher than I I can attain, and they're not even that high. But uh, <laughs> just it it can be tough. You know, works a bitch and sleep is a thing and all that but uh i watched uh, deep blue sea 2 which was fucking horrible probably <laughs> worse than you would even think it is um i opened and watched my castlevania anime which is so good the uh the netflix one they released it on blu-ray so i had to buy that and it came with a t-shirt which was great but uh trying to pull the blu-ray out of the box that holds the disc and the t-shirt damaged my blu-ray box because like it has kind of lips that are like facing inside the box. So like when I pulled it out, like it got caught on the lip and like I could, I, it wouldn't come out. So I had to keep pulling on it and it fucking bent the, the artwork insert and like the plastic piece that kind of holds it in place. So that really kind of pissed me off. That damages my soul. Oh, it, it really hurt my feelings. And wait, with, is this your Blu-ray player? No, no, it's the box not the disc so like there's like an outer box that's like uh like a hard um like a hard plastic and inside that box you have the blu-ray case and then the t-shirt but it was crammed in there so tight and like the the top of the box i was laughing because you said crammed in so tight (laughs) wow wow but like the the flaps you know at the top of the box are pointing inward so that just kind of caught on the the case and tore it but the problem is for me, like anybody that knows me knows that I buy shit and I it goes on a shelf and I never see it again, <laughs> or like it takes me a long time to get to it. Like in the case of Castlevania, so for that, like I bought it. I can't even remember when it came out. I want to say it came out in maybe November, December. So it's been months. So like I can't return it now because like it's past the return policy. So I kind of fucked myself over. And I'm stuck with a damaged product, but so yeah, it just it fucking sucks, and it ruined my whole experience. I was all excited to watch Castlevania again, and now I was just sad. <laughs> but that's okay. At least I still have it on disc, I guess. It's fine. It's fine. Um, other than that, uh, I beat Musinix. Musinix. 
the fucking game I was playing last week. Um, I really enjoyed that. Uh, it had some awesome music. And, uh, yeah, highly recommend that. It's impossible on hard, but if you like music rhythm games, definitely check that out. I started Conan. With I've oh, yeah. uh, been playing that with Jazz and Cody and Diz. And that game's actually a lot of fun. I was pretty positive it was going to be garbage, but uh, I actually I actually enjoyed that. And I'm still enjoying it, and it's fun. When villages are buffets. Well, it's fun when you're not having to start a brand new game every single time you go to play it because the server's either missing or reset. But so uh, it was free, <laughs> so, so it's never fun. Yeah. But uh, no, I mean, it's, it's free, so you know I can't really complain about those problems too much because I didn't pay for it. But it'd be nice <laughs> if it functioned correctly. That'd be good. But yeah, True. that's about all I got going on. But uh, yeah, we should all have a movie night where we watch Frank and Fish. Or what the fuck was that movie called? <laughs> Big Mama, Big Bad Big Mama. Mama, Big Bad Mama. Son. <laughs> we'll we'll have to watch something like that. We'll have a we'll have a horrible movie night where we watch the worst movies ever. It'll be great. We can record a riff tracks for it. Watch there the, you go. Let's watch the Resident Evil movies. Mystery Ward Theater. There's no bad 3, Resident. 000. Oh, you're talking about fuck. No, I don't mean the generation. <laughs> I just had, like, no, because, yeah, because I was like, wait, the, the CGI movies are good, and I'm like, oh, those other movies exist. Oh, I, you uh, mean those other eight movies? <laughs> oh, Six, no. I whatever. Can't, I don't even want to know they, what they are. Sean, yes. you know how much I fucking waited to watch Vendetta with Diz? Yeah. And I finally bought it, because it was like ten bucks, or eight bucks at Walmart, and uh, we watched it. Uh-huh. Like the the week after it went on fucking Netflix. <laughs> it's okay. You should have that movie. You should own that movie. It's oh, good. Oh no, I, that's I'm glad I own it because I might like do something with it one day. But like, like I waited so long, and, and Netflix is like, heh, heh, heh. I mean, you need to see Leon kill innocent people on the Leon? highway. Did not like Leon in that movie. <laughs> what? Really? Oh, that was like what? the best part was Leon and Chris, Chris like having a heart to heart. No, but you don't it, understand. I don't like Chris, and they made Chris uh -oh. the badass one, and they made well, Leon just like shut up, I'm fucking drinking beer. Well, I think it's the irony because now they switch positions from Resident Evil Six, kind yeah. of thing, right? you know, the so, best Resident Evil game. And they're like, like we, I'm gonna go do everything. Fuck you guys. <laughs> we tried to do the the drunk rugged hero in uh, Resident Evil 6 and it didn't work out. We need to try it again and do it right. But with Leon. But with, with Leon, Leon. Because everybody likes how Because no one is. likes Chris. Because <laughs> he punched that boulder and ruined his reputation. I, I used to hate Leon and then I don't know. I just and then I redeemed switched. him for you. You're welcome. Yes, you you made him funny. <laughs> you made him not a fucking idiot. You made him funny by Aww. being an idiot. Wow. <laughs> I mean, wow. I mean, you're right. <laughs> He's the good kind of idiot. <laughs> He's the idiot that everybody deserves, but no one asks for. Idiot okay, redemption part two. It still stings hearing like not Roger Craig Smith doing voicing that Chris with the way he looks. Oh my god. Like it, like he, it throws me off every time. That uh, that reminded me of something. I also, oh my god, I can't believe I forgot this. I also saw uh, Batman Ninja, not Ninja Batman, Batman Ninja. Uh, and there's a difference. There is a difference. <laughs> what the hell is and Batman? It's fucking weird. And the reason that you reminded me of that is because Roger Craig Smith plays Batman in that, which is weird. Batman Ninja. <laughs> or yes, yes, yes. My bad. <laughs> but, um, not, Chris, not Christian Bale. 
No, no, he was busy. <laughs> uh, no, he actually he played Batman in uh, Arkham Origins as well. So it's I was kind of used to it, but it's still kind of weird to hear that. But what a fucking weird ass movie that is. Like they get like the Batman cast, like all the all the Robins are in it, all of them, every single one simultaneously are in this movie, which is weird. Even Burt Ward. <laughs> Wait, there, aren't there like two? There's Todd like four. And Jason, or Jason Todd and the other guy. There, there's like four of them. Dick. Yeah, dick. But anyways, all the Robins, Alfred, Batman, and like all the villains get sucked into like some alternate dimension or the past or both something. And they're in like the samurai times and it's fucking the weirdest shit. Like, and that, like, that's not weird enough. There's a, there's a point in the movie where Robin via flute summons a bunch of monkeys who (laughs) form together to become a giant monster monkey that fights like a giant mechanical, like, uh, Power Rangers giant mech robot thing say no more that's formed of like two-face and poison ivy and the joker and all the villains they for penguin they form to make this mech that the giant monkey fights and then somehow the monkey turns into a giant version of batman and they do battle <laughs> it's fucking weird you know that like, sounds very japanese it is super japanese and it's very entertaining but sitting wow there writing a letter like you should make a movie of batman where he, like, <laughs> he like has monkeys and you make batman and he like he's like saying the word batman every five seconds have you guys ever watched batman forever nope. yes nope. Isn't it like one of the best like Batman animated movies? Is that movies the one ever? with Schwarzenegger and Uma Thurman and all that? <laughs> no, 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 not Batman. No, not. I'm talking about no Batman Beyond. What the fuck am I? Not Batman Forever. Batman Beyond, the one oh. where it's like the black Batman with the. That's red. why when you said it's the best, I, one of the best animated no, Batmans, no, I was like, you fucking <laughs> yeah, no, killed I, it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, uh, Batman Beyond, the one the where the kiss like, from a rose on a dick. Um, oh God. That's the song, right? Uh, totally on the dick. Now, oh. now you you've ruined the song, Senpai. I'm sorry. Now, every time I every time I hear that, I have to go in the back of the house <laughs> at my job to to scream on a dick. <laughs> do it. it Wait, how done. would you? Before we move on, I have to point out too that the, the monkeys the giant they, on the on the road they do the things dick. like they like when they get hit by the giant mech, like they dodge. Like the monkeys will move to like dodge the fist and then they'll like reassemble like all these crazy things that make no sense you have to see i can't like i can't do it any kind of justice with words just do yourself a favor batman ninja not ninja batman not ninja batman don't we don't want that shit Batman Ninja. I'll be honest. I was like, oh, wow, he didn't didn't mention (laughs) Batman. And then you were like, oh, I almost forgot. I fucking watched Batman. And I was like, oh, no. I got to keep it going. This sounds like a good kind of Batman to watch because it's so horrible. (laughs) Yeah, it was going to be a Batman-free podcast, but I couldn't couldn't leave that out. It's too important. Batman is Watch Batman, the Clone Wars. But, yeah. The cl- the monkey. Well, yeah, the the clones of Batman. 
All right, we are running super games. over, so we need to we need to push forward, everybody. It's time for some news. Yeah. I have to go to work. Time for some news. Batman. 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 So Resident Evil 2 remake becomes pay to win. Yay. So I heard. Wait, what? Yeah, you, you can buy the infinite weapons that yep. you would normally unlock. You, you can now pay, get the fuck out. You can now pay to unlock everything in the game, including the fourth survivor, tofu survivor, all weapon unlocks, costumes, concept art. And infinite ammo weapon unlocks. Get the fuck no and DLC runs no! the whole five dollars for those. Fuck who are you, Capcom. Only fuck five dollars. Only five dollars. I think this is really, really shitty. We talked about this last podcast how people bitch and complain about accessibility and how hard games are or how hard games are frowned upon. And like this game already has an easy mode. Why the fuck is this needed? Like, what happened oh. to earning things? You okay, know? can I can I can I take this for a sec? Because I have the best argument against this. Why this is complete fucking horseshit, and no fucking person can disagree with this. Go for it. Okay, here's what happens when you make shit like that cost money. They did it with Battlefield Three. They did it with like all these different games that shows like five dollars to unlock all the weapons, all the campaign shit. Pretend you beat it. Okay, here's why that doesn't fucking work. Right? Let's say. You're the type of person who's like, I don't have time to play games. I just want to unlock everything because I work 40 to 60 hours a week, and I just want to play these games and have fun with them. Here's what sucks. When you play these games, the game, like, when you play any game, like Resident Evil 2, Battlefield, it doesn't fucking matter. You playing the game is you learning the game, you getting better at it over time. When you unlock the weapons like infinite you know infinite pistol infinite grenade launcher by the time you unlock it you don't need it because mm -hmm. you've already proven to the game that you can beat it on its terms you know be it like if it's like hardcore to unlock it or you could you've proven to the game that you've mastered it which means that the unlockable weapon is like a reward for you it's like it's like unlocking developers mode after you've beaten what the developers have it's like going behind the scenes after you know, going through the trials of, like, something. It's like a rite of passage. So when you pay money for this shit, there's no point to you, like... The, one, you have nothing to be proud of. You have nothing to actually celebrate because you're not winning the weapon by, un, you know, undergoing some feat. And secondly, it's useless. The infinite weapons don't make the game easier. They exist so you can fuck around with it and have fun without... Like, the point isn't to beat the game with these weapons. They were never designed to be, like, a way to make the game easier. They were designed as a reward and an incentive to initially get you to do whatever the hell you need to get them. So, no, there's no reason. It is, it's like the only reason you do it is because you want to brag to your fucking friends, like, oh, I have this unlocked. How'd you unlock it? You beat the game, you're really good at it? No, I just paid for it. Yeah, I spent five bucks. My mom, my yeah. mom paid for it. The you. whole point of unlocking these things is, like, it's encouraging you to play the game more. And to yes. reward you for doing so. Like... If you're going to go through the game with an infinite rocket launcher, you might as well just go watch a Let's Play because you're not getting anything out of it. But, and so another problem is this shits on the people who put in the time and got skilled at the game to earn these benefits. Like some of these unlocks require you to get an S plus rank on hardcore, which is really fucking hard. 
But for those who did it, they were rewarded. But in one fell swoop, Capcom took that fucking victory away from the people that earned that. It's like if you have like an MMORPG and you have like people spending hundreds of hours doing quests and earning money to acquire like high-end armor and weapons and like it gets them more powerful and, and gives them like status in the game and stuff like that. And then you patch in a DLC where you can just buy all that shit in five minutes and then you're on the same level with those people. You're taking something away from those dedicated players in exchange for a few bucks for someone with some extra money that isn't invested in your game enough to be bothered to unlock it. Like, it's insulting. You know? it's It just it ruins the fucking experience and it takes something away from the dedicated people that enjoy that challenge. Because the challenge doesn't mean anything anymore. It's like buying a fucking veteran medal for 20 bucks off of some street vendor exactly. who, like, you know, made it. Instead of actually, like, fighting a war and earning and it. It's, because and it's you, the medal the isn't what you those. want. It's like yeah, it devalues yeah. them having those medals for doing something that mattered because now the fucking kid down the street has that medal because he paid five bucks for it. It doesn't mean anything And it's anything not even anymore. the... Yeah, but... Well, the, it's not the medal that you want when you unlock the shit, like... You don't want the gun. The gun isn't the point. The point is what you did to get it. It's a symbol. It's a journey. It's a reward at the end that you have earned the right to, like, be, like, you know, God mode of the game. Exactly. Just, yeah. Sorry. It just, it's, that you're, really you're, pisses me off. You're good enough that you can fucking destroy this game, so here's a tool that lets you fucking destroy everything with ease because you don't need it, you know, so do what you want. You know, have fun. And just having that, it's it's like trophies and achievements and stuff like that and you know people that that you know are committed to unlocking things like that you unlock those because it means something it's a badge of honor just like when you unlock things it's the same thing it's like oh you can show your friends or whatever hey look what i got because i did this but when you if you go and pay a dollar per achievement or something or five dollars for the hard achievements what the fuck does that mean it doesn't mean anything it fucking ruins it it, it breaks the importance of getting it and it just it it's fucked up. I hate it. I don't like it. I Capcom has been doing a lot of good and then they do shit like this and I'm just like, come on. Like you're so close to redemption and then you do some stupid shit like this and you make me hate you just a little bit more. Fuck. <laughs> I think like everything that's been said is hella fucking valid. There is definitely a nice feeling knowing that you've conquered the game. Like, uh, just a few weeks ago, I just kind of did that with Yakuza kind of thing, Yakuza Zero. Finally being like, oh man, I mastered the combat. I didn't have to resort to, like, dirty tactics like using this shotgun to, like, get through battles. No, I can handle the battles where I could just use what the game has given me without having to resort to cheap tactics such as things. Um, I've had, like, this, like, mixed bag of worms in regards to the, you know microtransactions to get a one-up thing i feel yeah it's when it's your first time going through the game getting getting your shortcut is definitely not like as satisfying it as getting there properly the only thing like i can sort of like be on a mm, is when say like you own the game on multiple platforms kind of thing you know, you're starting from scratch again. For some people who have already conquered the game, you may just want to be like new game plus it as opposed to starting from scratch. There's also, yeah, the flip side that 
if you if you're good enough, you can do it. You can go through the whole game on scratch, no problemo. So, but then there's also just people who want to just you know, I did it once. I don't need to do it again. So I see it as like a people who take the temptation to just get to that shortcut without working for it. Yeah, shame on you. I see it as people who have already done so on one console and is playing it on another. It's like kind of understandable kind of thing. But yeah, that's just my personal take on it in terms of new game plusing it. I can give a leeway to, but in terms of a shortcut, everything you guys just basically said is where I stand as well. But if you I understand if, where you're coming oh, sorry. If guys. you like if you went through the game and you don't want to go through it again to unlock something, but you want to have it, like that's t- that should just be tough shit. You know, it's like it's in there, you can get it. This is how you earn it. If you don't want to put in the time to do that, then it's not for you. It's there for the people that do want to do that, that want to hang on to the game and and continue to play it. And, you know, because that game's important to them and they want to spend the time and this is your reward for doing that. I agree with that. I don't think that... I understand the argument. It's like, let's say, like, let's say I beat Final Fantasy VII, which is like a 40-hour game on average. Let's say I beat that game on PS1, but I also... I have it on Steam, I don't have my PS1 memory card, but I want to unlock, you know, Knights of the Nine or some shit, or, like, quickly, you know, catch up to where I was. What's the... Like, this kind of just goes back to, like, what is the point of, you know, watching movies, listening to music, playing games? If you... The... the Games are designed initially, not maybe... Nowadays, it's games of a service, which is why it's such a difficult thing with those games. But games are designed as an experience, right? You go through the game, you learn the mechanics, you get good at them, you master them, whatever. It's a journey. It's like... There are things that are ridiculously hard. Like in FF7, it's like Emerald Weapon, Ruby Weapon. Like, they are designed to be fucktastically hard so that you have to push everything that the game taught you beforehand to get them. Much like when you have things in Resident Evil 2, you know, to unlock, like, all the... Like, in the original Resident Evil 2, to unlock Tofu, you had to beat the game, like, six times with the fucking A rank. Yeah. It was crazy shit. That's, like... That's why, though, when you finally get to play as Tofu... It's, it's like, if you... It's special, and it's also, like, you have... You, like, the, the game mode itself is really ridiculous. Like, I think it's, like, you use, like, a knife or something, you can only take, like, three hits. Yeah. It's designed so that you have, like... It's, like they know that you have, like... It's like training for a marathon, right? It's like... I would compare it to training for a marathon in the sense that... Let's say you could run a 5K in, like, I don't know what, like, 18, 17, 16 minutes when you were, like, 21. And now that you're, like, 35, you're like, well, I still want to run a 5K in that time, but I don't actually want to, like, put in the effort to train for that. Like, you'd be like, that's fucking crazy. Like, and I know it's like comparing, you know, video games, whatever, but it's still... It's an experience. It's a journey. If you're gonna like put it as like an artistic form of creative fun and how to spend your time and to do like, oh, I did it once. I don't want to go through it again. Well, yeah, tough shit. You don't want to achieve what you need to achieve to unlock it. You just want to pay for it. Like anyone can pay for it. Five bucks is fucking nothing to be proud of. Like fucking burger at McDonald's for five bucks. Like it's just. Yeah, if you don't I hate want to spend it. the time, you don't deserve it. Like, exactly. When. Uh... I mean, I got tricked by this, but uh, it's still relevant. <laughs> but uh, with Resident Evil 2, there was like an April Fool's thing where you could unlock Akuma. And I was a dumb kid, and that, that was a new concept at the time that, oh, you know, we're going to fo- we're gonna Photoshop these pictures and make you believe that something's in a game that isn't. So I didn't understand that at the time. 
But like, even if that were to be a thing now, and it's like, oh, you can unlock Akuma in Resident Evil 2, but you've got to go through the game. I think it was six times with an A rank and you couldn't save, you couldn't use healing items and everything. And I did that because I wanted that. And I didn't get it because it wasn't real. But if that was a real thing, I would do that today to unlock that because it's a cool thing to have. It's something that I can earn and it's something that not everybody's going to get because they're not willing to spend the time. They're not willing to get good enough to unlock something like that. So it's something unique that I can earn for myself. And if they had that same thing, oh, you can go buy Akuma for Resident Evil 2 Remake for five bucks or ten bucks or whatever. Like, you're not going to enjoy and appreciate that content remotely as much if you buy it as compared to earning it. You know, if you earn it, it's special and you appreciate it and it means something. But when you buy it, it's like, oh, well, I'll fuck around with this mode for five or ten minutes. And then it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm done. You know, like it takes the magic away from what it is. The whole point is earning it and getting something special and feeling rewarded. But apparently that's not important these days. (laughs) <laughs> there's there's the uh there's that meme that's been a thing I've noticed lately where it says like you cheated the game. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I actually just saw that. It was uh surrounding this news article actually. <laughs> oh, perfect. Yeah. There was uh, yeah. So, it's definitely just a matter of choice and um a judge of character, but as I said, I get I totally 100% understand everyone's like side of like the journey over the destination and uh there is still going to be that whole like new game plus thing probably for me if i ever really wanted to get like resident evil 2 on the pc most likely it would be for like parody purposes i would need the tools to just get right then and there to get my footage or whatever because with the shit the shit that i've done with like resident evil 6 like, it's ridiculous, and it wasn't going to be possible through, like, the normal means. Like, I had to use, like, a trainer. Like, I couldn't make Chris do Jake's Kung Fu without a trainer to change the programming of the game, so to speak. That's vastly I, different, though. <laughs> that is definitely vastly different, but you know what I mean. It's I like, do, if yeah. you have... Yeah, some tools I just need to make sure that I can get through... And in term as I'm just speaking now, not as a gamer, but as a machinimer, yeah, it it can help get through the experience without having to like worry about playing the game and worry more about the content. So that's probably what really roots my like split like opinion here. But yeah, but that's really that's that's our unique problem. You know what I mean? That we have to overcome because of what we do. You know, who the fuck are we to say like uh, you should? You should take this away from, you know, the the players who play this game for fun because we do machinima, you know, like that's right. not right. Just like we yeah. shouldn't take away people's ability to to feel rewarded and earn these things and, and get this enjoyment from this game because we want it now and we don't want to put in the time like you don't have the right to fucking do that. Right. And it's just it's getting worse and worse. Like fighting games, the whole point of fighting games, like the the reason you would put time into a fighting game was either to just to get really competitive and learn the game and be really good at it or it's to to unlock the characters and the content and and you know like you you play through the story mode and you unlock characters and costumes and things like that that's what you did because going through the story mode in a in a fighting game takes 
what, five, ten minutes, 15 minutes, something like that. Learning several different fighter characters, like methods and styles. Exactly. Like that's the content that you want is it's in the fighters. It's in the costumes. It's in the unlockables. That's that's what keeps you coming back. But nowadays you can't. Wait, didn't they have something in Mortal Kombat where you can like buy easy fatalities where you just yes. press X for like a dollar? Exactly, yeah. exactly, oh, and that's yeah. garbage. What the? Because isn't the point? Fatalities. Yeah, isn't the point of a fatality? Like, I know it's some ridiculous combo, but like the whole point of it, right, was to be like, holy shit, this guy's really good. He knows how to execute this like six, you know, six seven button press thing. Like, but now you don't know. It's like, oh, did he buy that or did he or is he good? Oh, that's you know? even, like, the same thing you could say with, like, uh, Mortal Kombat, like, 3, like, in that time period, the Mortal Kombat trilogy. There used to be, a, you know, a hidden code in Mortal mm. Kombat trilogy where you can have, like, an auto combo. Like, you would push him out of buttons and you'd, de- you'd be doing the three thing. Or, I think it was for fatalities, actually. You hit a button and you did the See, that's fatality. garbage. See, but and, at least that's a hidden code. That's not like the developers going like, "Hey, you want some, what are you buying? Some fatality." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, both both versions, both versions are gross. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the the having to pay for it is definitely worse. It just I feel like it really affects fighting games because you do have to you have to buy all the costumes and buy the characters, and you don't unlock anything, and it just it ruins the fucking experience. And I think, I think just... esports kind of padded that because people are are playing more aggressively to be competitive so they're not really looking that as much as they used to but it's still something that i feel is important you know especially for the people that aren't looking to to be super duper you know high tier competitive they want to go in and spend some time with this fighting game that they bought by unlocking things and getting new content and you shouldn't have to pay for that shit you should you know, we what go back to super... saying, you know, you appreciate those things. Like you appreciate and the or you you appreciate the characters you unlock and the costumes more when you earn it. You know, it means more and and it just it's better that way. It's more enjoyable when you buy it. You're more likely to just mess around with it for a few minutes and then move on because it it has no meaning. It has no greater purpose. You didn't earn it. it didn't take any time or effort. Yeah. What what was the super? Sean, I remember you were telling us like a month ago, you were doing dailies for a Super Street Fighter game, and you said it would take like $10,000 real time to unlock all the costumes for that one game. Oh, yeah. So, Street Fighter. So, it. (laughs) So, when. Like, you you can earn the currency, like, by playing the game, but then you can buy it. When you win a match in Street Fighter V, you get. What is it? I think it's either 50 or 60 currency. It costs a hundred thousand um, currency to to buy a character. One character. That's, That's fucking wow. bullshit. Yep. And then that gives them the right to be like, oh well, you you know, if you play it enough, you can unlock the you can unlock everything in the game without spending money. Fuck off. Yeah, I can do that if I spend my entire life playing that game to slowly unlock these characters over years of play. You know, that's not that's not realistic, you know? It's really fucking uh, grimy to, to, to make that statement that you can unlock all the characters in the game by just playing it when you clearly need to spend money realistically. There's the flip side of, like, the journey in Destination thing right there, right? Yeah, like, that takes that real... away, too. It's like, sure, you can earn it, but by the time you finally earn that character, you're probably pissed off. 
You know, it's like, yeah, I had to play this so much and grind out all this money to finally get this character. And it's just gross now. It's stupid. Real kick in the dick. It really is. It's so fucking stupid. I think but anyway, gonna come. Yeah, we need to move on. Yeah, I didn't expect that to to drag out so much. So next up, Remothered finally gets a sequel. I don't know if you guys have played this, but uh, the next title in the series will be called Remothered Going Porcelain, which is very weird. And it was announced at the Italian Game Awards. Apparently, the announcement came with a trailer, but I couldn't find it anywhere, so I don't really know what it looks like. But Remothered Two is set to release sometime next year. Um, if you guys haven't played the first one yet, definitely check it out. It's a really solid uh, Clock Tower kind of esque survival horror game. Um, oh, I remember now. Yeah, it's very old that. school style, but it's actually it's done really well. It's it's creepy and like it doesn't look super amazing, but the graphics are good enough that you know, like we were talking about, like we were talking about before, if you kind of struggle to get into a game that isn't graphically appealing, like it's good enough that it still maintains that creepy atmosphere, even though it's kind of like a budget title in a way. Um, it looks like a really polished PS2 game with uh, like a current-gen lighting system, kind of, in a way. It's hard to explain, but it's it's good. It's a fun game. Okay. I remember, I was, I think I remember taking interest into that. Um, could you, would you say it's definitely holding that clock tower Oh, vibe? yeah, 100%. It's the most clock, clock tower game I've ever played outside of Clock Tower. <laughs> like the classic Clock Tower or like yes. Clock Tower Or three? no, no, no. Clock Tower 3. Okay, so it's got... Okay, so that should be something very familiar for me. Is that the one for PS2 that has like... The boss battles have like bars and be like... Judgment, love, like some, yeah. something like <laughs> House of the Dead 2. Freaking arrows at them, bro. Yeah, it's, it's extreme. It was also very difficult. <laughs> Say what you want, but the original Clock Tower for SNES still freaks me the fuck out. With all reason. They're all good. Yeah. But yeah, if you've been looking for a new Clock Tower-esque game, definitely uh, check it out. It's really good. Um, hopefully yes. they release the console version at the same time, uh, day and date this time, because the original took about six months for it to make it from PC to console, so that was kind of shitty. But uh, yeah. I really. Sean, I want to uh, ask... Um... Oh, go ahead. And for all the viewers out there who don't know of this game, Haunting Grounds. It's like 120 bucks. Is it worth... Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's all I want to ask. It's so good. Uh, Rule of Rose? Nope. No. <laughs> uh, Haunting Ground, for sure. It's super good. Did you actually manage to get around to getting that? Oh, yeah. I bought it when it came out, and I held on to it. Oh, oh, you managed to get a hold of it. Okay, I'm yeah. still looking. I'm still looking. Yeah, I fucking love that game. Okay, yeah. So I managed to get the Haunting Ground when it was still, like, 20 bucks or whatever before everyone made it. Oh, are you talking about Rule of Rose? No, I have not found Rule of Rose yet, but for Haunting Ground, I managed to buy it back in uh, 2010. Oh, okay. And they didn't have it at ridiculous prices as they do now, but it's still worth it. Yeah, it's, it's really good. One of the better survival horror games out there for sure, especially if, as far as like non-combat focused ones. Yeah, it doesn't have to be. I think person. I think you'll appreciate this, but the way I found so I discovered all like survival horror games like around two thousand seven, two thousand eight, which is when your Days of Our Lives stuff was coming out. Oh, the best! And 
Yeah, the and the age. way the way I discovered Haunting Grounds was that cutscene where like Leon pulls the lever in the Gerdor uh, <laughs> cage, and I saw that cutscene where it's like a bunch of eyeballs spitting out like the shit, and I googled that for like a day, and I finally found <laughs> what? it. Like, Holy shit! That's funny. Yeah, <laughs> eventually one day I'm still gonna do a machinima for it. I was going to do one around the the same time that I did Days, but it just didn't pan out unfortunately with uh damon passing away and stuff like that but uh mm. eventually i do want to go back and and bring that back because uh we were going to do some really silly shit with that and just the cutscenes in that game have a lot of potential for just ridiculous stuff oh yeah that and fucking clock tower three yeah wow. for sure <laughs> intensely animated they are yeah so yeah that's also on my spood list can't wait Nice. Yeah. So much to do, so little time. It's the worst. So much to do, so little time. Support my Patreon. I know patreon.com slash the word productions and slash what the fuck is yours? <laughs> Darker Bridger EX. There you go. Go now. Support. Help me quit my Support job. Machinima. <laughs> uh, next up, uh, PSN ID changes are now live. Your PSN ID can be changed via PS4 or PC only. You cannot change it on PS3 or Vita. The first name change can be done for free. Additional charges will cost, or additional changes will cost nine dollars and ninety nine cents after that, or four dollars and ninety nine cents for PS Plus members. So first time you can change it for free. Second time it's going to cost you money. That's a straight carryover Xbox from Xbox Live. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I mean, Xbox hey, has been doing it forever. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you regret being called XX Dark Lover XX XD. XX My Chemical Romance Speaking of, Fan 1998. Now, before you go on getting all excited about changing your, your gamer tag from Fabulous White Boy 69 to Eminem Fan underscore 13, there are some important things to know. Ugh. PS3 and Vita games do not support the ID change at all. Uh, all games, including PS4 games published prior to April 1st, 2018, will not support the ID change. Changing your PSN ID can result in loss of paid content access, game progression, Ooh. trophy what? progress, in-game currency, and more. <laughs> this can happen across all platforms, including PS3, Vita, and PS4, and can occur on titles that do support the ID change as well. That's like a bank telling you that if you want to transfer your money, you can potentially lose everything. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Including your house. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they say, if you, they say if you do encounter issues, you can revert back to your original ID through PlayStation support, but the loss of content or access to content can be permanent. Oh my God. <laughs> so if you choose to do so this, say... which you should not... Make sure that you weigh the cons because they are pretty severe. So what's the benefit? Like it's like I can <laughs> best case scenario you get your name changed. Worst case scenario you lose everything you've ever bought. Yes. Yes. Let me just change my name from Dante to Mike. All right. Like Sean said, we'll take your house. We'll, we'll leave you the door. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you can leave the door. It's fine. <laughs> what if you could like fucking change your name with the government and be like, all right, but it may result in identity theft as well as bankruptcy, credit <laughs> score loss, and everything that was with your previous name that might not be you anymore. You went from Dante to Mike. Who we is? We gave it to that? another Dante in like San Guantanamo. And I love too that like. 
they're like, oh, well, uh, I mean, you can revert back to your old username, so so don't freak out, but uh, it might be permanent. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. It's like, so now you fucking changed your name, you fucking ruined a bunch of your games, and then you went back, and they're still ruined. Great. Thanks. That was worth it. You you put you put the original name tag on, but all you still have is the door. We still haven't brought you back your house. Yeah, Someone uh, else and maybe a window, you know. Maybe a window. Well, got to hang it up somehow. Exactly. I mean, clearly you get the door frame too. So let's not <laughs> let's not blow things out of proportion. <laughs> get a little creative fucking here. Ridiculous. So uh, Sony's fucking insane. I, I mean, <laughs> if this is the solution, they should have just been like, "Hey, look, guys, we can't do it." And this is why. Don't do this. <laughs> because another part of this, too, is like, this is bad enough if you're informed, but you know that not everybody's going to read through the, the terms and conditions and, and read the news articles. They're just going to be like, oh, I can change my name? Click. Boom. Done. Awesome. Oh, my game doesn't work? What the fuck? And then they're going to flood Sony with all these complaints because they didn't understand. And guess what? Tough shit. There's nothing they could do. Some of this shit is permanent. So you're fucked. So they're going to piss I'm... off a ton of people. But hey, for five ninety nine, <laughs> You don't have to play Resident Evil 2. <laughs> damn oh, my God. <laughs> Gaming in 2019 is the best. Yeah, man. Gotta make that money somehow. <laughs> Jazz, are you alive? Yes. I don't hear you breathing. Are you okay? Uh, I just, I breathe um, through my ears. Oh, good. I mean, how else would you breathe? I mean... <laughs> through your ass? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just stick so a it's... straw in there. What's that whistle? That's called farting. It smells like cheese. Oh, uh, no! Well, to be fair, if you inhale E. coli, you're going to... Fart? <laughs> well, you're going to fart, but you're going to have a lot of bacteria that's True. probably going to eat you alive from the inside. You're gonna, while you're farting. You're going to yes. eat cold, die. <laughs> so you'll die laughing. <laughs> yeah, see, it's fine. And you can die in your doorway that you still have. Um, <laughs> what if that was a thing? Seriously, like if they're like, we're going to take everything away except the door and the living room carpet. And you're like, all right. And Thank you me. can keep your bank account, but there's no money in it. So you again. pay 25 bucks a month for the... <laughs> okay, really short rant. Isn't it bullshit how banks charge you for not having money? Isn't that kind of an oxymoron? <laughs> right. It's like, we know you don't have the money to give to us, but now you're going to have to give us more money because of that. Wait, what? <laughs> it's like Capcom with their investment. Anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, Ubisoft bends the knee again. Oh. <laughs> Recently, Ubisoft was under fire over Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Uh, in the game, you're allowed the freedom to play your character straight or gay as you prefer. The direction of the story ultimately led you into a path that, sh that saw your character having a child via a heterosexual relationship that played some significance to the story. This was quickly followed by an outcry in the LGBTQ community about devalidating their character. Though this was obviously never their intention, they made a public apology and are making corrections to this issue in some form in the future DLC for the game. Um, now, <laughs> apparently a player of The Division 2 has come across a homophobic slur in the game that was identified on some graffiti. 
The slur is said to be located on the badge of a police officer written in elite speak as FA6607, which they deemed is translated to faggot. It's unknown as to the intended meaning of the artwork or whether it's intended to lambast police or something else. Um, now, because this is being labeled as homophobic and offensive, Ubisoft had the artwork removed and issued an apology. Okay. <laughs> I think it's as, a little bit more than bending the knee. That's like spreading your asshole. Pretty much. So, as I've stated before, I'm completely indifferent to anyone's sexual preference or how one chooses to identify. You know, you do you, live your life, be happy, whatever. But this shit is fucking out of hand. We're we're talking about an art asset on a random wall on a random building in a video game of a police officer with a badge number that has letters and numbers on it. You don't know the meaning of what those letters are or what the letters and numbers are. You know, just because you interpret something in a certain way, like that doesn't make it fact. You know, I could understand if they found out someone specifically or maliciously put something homophobic or offensive in the game, but we don't even know what that shit is or what it means, if anything. It probably doesn't mean shit, but based on someone's individual interpretation, it's being deemed offensive, and now they have to remove it? That's ridiculous. <laughs> so, what if I identify as a dog, or I worship a dog as part of my religion, and that's what I choose to do. Does that give me the right to demand that dogs are treated accordingly with respect, or that dogs need to be removed from the game? No! That's unreasonable! <laughs> like, what happened to freedom and expression? We're so afraid of public perception that we're not even standing up for our basic rights and freedoms, even when it comes to clearly absurd things like this. Like, what... How do you guys see this? Like, what's some of your perspectives on this? I don't know about morally, but I just found out that that's a hexadecimal code for the color orange. So if you have a problem, you know what I'm talking about? Those six decimal things for colors? Uh -huh. F-A-6. Uh-huh. So, so it's racism problem, against orange people. Yeah. See, well, they're, no, because it's, not it's even the hexadecimal right. <laughs> code for if you want to put orange in, like, an HTML page. So oh, okay. I don't know, man. <laughs> We're reaching an interesting point here. I uh I have a general just like freedom of belief. It's very similar to what Sean Senpai basically said, and it's highly expressed as one of my rules. Like, believe whatever you want to believe. You know, you want like you said, you want to believe you're a dog. You want to worship a dog. You know, that's great. Like, you know, live your life, freedom. But don't try to like start enforcing your beliefs or starting to like get in the way of people's lives with said beliefs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, it's it, it's also that little thing I found last night, that little picture I posted right there. It's, you know. Can I, can I ask? Um, yeah. Sorry. Can I ask, though, like, here's, here's what I, again, I am of the same opinion as Sean's. I don't care who you are. Be happy. Live your life. You know, don't be a cunt. You know, all the George Carlin kind of principles. But, like, here's what I don't get. It's a game about killing each other in, like, this, like, terrorist, like, militia kind of shit thing. It's like, it's going back to that RE2 article, right? It's like, where is the compassion in the <laughs> zombie apocalypse? Where is the, where is my acceptance for gays or people of whatever in this, like, killer, killer be killed, like, 
wasteland of a city fucking like I don't understand like you you have a problem with like a word but you don't have a problem with like cops killing people and each other like that's the game like that's like people who say like oh I don't like seeing like terrible shit like I don't like movies that like portray rape or murder I'm like these are things that convey a story. They make a point. The reason murder and terrible acts of human atrocities are used in literature, in movies, in games, is to convey the point of whatever they're trying to tell you. You can't be like, oh, this game has this, that means it's offensive. Yeah, some games, you, you, you shoot a person in the head. A, a black guy saves you and then dies from a zombie wound. Damn, those unethical zombies killing people. Am I right? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, hey, I, did you know that uh, Resident Evil 5 is racist? Oh, no. <laughs> what, what was the first clue? Killing uh, Spanish people's all right in Spain. Yeah, killing exactly. Killing Africans in Africa. Oh, that's too, a step too well, far. Well, if Chris was black, it'd be fine. Yeah, if Chris was... No, but... <laughs> <laughs> I remember... Someone made a great point saying Black Panther is the first celebrated black-on-black -black crime movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's great. But yeah, this is fucking just ridiculous. Like, even... So, if that thing, if that police officer's badge said something like faggot or something... Obviously, you know, there's there's no denying what it is. Sure. You know, complain. But even then, it's potentially debatable because what if that graffiti is done by the villains of the game and their dynamic is they're they're racist and they're trying to bring down the system whatever that may be what if it's relevant to what the they're trying to artistically portray in the story then at that point it should be a conversation and it should be an understanding this is why we're doing that this is why it's here but to just go in and be like oh well that's in this language, it means this, or elite speak, it means that, or whatever. Like, you're looking for reasons to fucking, whatever, pr pursue your agenda, or just reasons to complain, or whatever. And it's damaging the game, and it's creating this developer to spend time and money to go in and remove this thing. And, you know, that that sucks for whoever created that asset. You know, what if that was your thing? You know, you, you did the art... And your reason for that was completely legitimate, you know? Like, it wasn't racist or or homophobic or whatever. You just, this was an artistic thing you did, and you put some numbers and letters in there because there has to be a badge number because it's a cop. And you're proud of this, and it's in the game, you know? You've accomplished something. And now you have to remove it because some asshole says that it's racist or that it's homophobic? Who the fuck is this person to say that? You know, just because they interpret it that way, that's fact. Fuck off. <laughs> that is so I would, ridiculous. I would love to see what a game that fulfills all of the like diversity, sensitivity requirements of every fucking organization ever would look like. It's an E-rated game. We can't even use swastikas in games anymore because it's offensive, even when it's relevant to the story. Exactly. It's getting out of control. And the the biggest <laughs> problem about this too is that no nobody's standing up and saying, Hey, this is fucking ridiculous. This was not our intention. 
if you feel offended by this, you know, we apologize for that, but that was not our intention. It's not going anywhere because it's not wrong. We're not doing anything wrong. The end. <laughs> yeah. Like, why? Yeah, why do we go in and just make all these accommodations? Like, we're setting the wrong expectation. You know, we're allowing this kind of thing to happen. And if we continue to just allow this to be the way things are, it's just going to get worse. I think it's also funny because the going back to the swastika thing, the reason that Call of Duty World War II, which is the game that they took out swastikas but Iron Crosses instead, which, oh, you're so fucking, you know, PC. Huh? They should do Upside Down um, Crosses instead. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Black Sabbath. No. But, like, the reason they did that in multiplayer was because they wanted to sell their game in Germany, which in Germany, swastikas are outlawed. Germany's, like, very politically, like, tense about a lot of shit. So they're like, we want to make more money, so we want to sell it in Germany, so we'll take out the swastika so it's, you know, financial, you know, you can buy it in Germany. Here's the problem. The people who complain, this goes back to the whole, like, feminism and video games and all that shit. The people who complain about all this shit are not the ones who are going to be buying their game. The people yeah. who oh, are yeah, complaining, 100%. the people who are sitting there nitpicking, like, oh, this is this game is oppressive, this game is... They are not the people who are going to be paying and giving you money for the game. They are people who are on the sidelines, who I truly believe it is... You, you need something to complain about. You need something to fuel your agenda, because there's so little shit nowadays to go off on. Like, you, you cannot make an argument that America is this oppressive, evil place. You cannot. If you Historically, you cannot. Sit here and tell me in the right mind that, oh, America is such a terrible place, false racist and evil shit. There are institutions that are bad, sure, but it's just such a low bar for what is construed as racism nowadays or sexism or homophobia that you need to pick at everything you can. So when you find shit like this, like you find a fucking number in a game about killing people and be like, oh, this is homophobic, like... Yes, this is more on the line of what is offensive in a game than the fact that you are playing a game where cops shoot people and there's the, the whole narrative is like about corruption and shit. Like, it's it's ridiculous. It's, it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. The to me the worst part is that we're we're not standing up to it. You know, like it's bad enough that it's happening. But the fact that we're just, we're agreeing to it, we're like, yeah, okay. That's that's fucking sad. <laughs> I think know? they're just afraid. Stand your ground. They are. They, they're a business. They want to make money. They're, they want to do whatever it takes to make that money because that's why they're there. And they also, in today's society, they don't want to be bla blown the fuck up on the internet. You know, they don't want to be attacked and have organizations coming at them and like all these things. Like they... They don't want to be put in that situation, so they're they're just like, oh well, it's easier just to say okay, and that's yeah. really fucked up. There was a there's an Uber driver that I met that uh, he got accused for being under the influence when I I've I've read this guy multiple times. He's not under the influence at best. He smokes a cigarette. That's it. But <gasps> it wasn't. But on the on the drug <laughs> test, he was perfectly fine. But ultimately, they just let him go because of this one person who thought he was under the influence while driving. And it all just goes back to the whole, like, a corporation would rather protect its own butt than stand mm -hmm. up and be like, no, you're crazy. A customer just has to always be right, even when you're fucking wrong. 
unfortunately, that's just the product of capitalism. And I know I, I'm not against capitalism. I understand it's whatever, but that's what's going to happen. The bottom line is always going to be more important than, you know, if, if yeah. you are replaceable, if it's easy to just be like, I don't care who's right. If we let this person go, everyone will shut the fuck up and it'll blow over. Yeah. They're going to do that. Expendability. Yeah. And clearly this isn't going to change because, like, with the whole Assassin's Creed Odyssey thing, like, if they're not willing to say anything to the point where they're going to change the direction narratively where the story is going to avoid conflict, I mean, (laughs) there's no hope. That's a lot of effort, and they're spending more money to go in and redo things and rewrite things and make all these alterations just to accommodate the... The vocal majority, or or not even majority, the vocal, just the vocal, not minority. What what am I looking for here? Just the shitheads that that are trying to stir up shit for no reason. That are looking, like you said, they're looking for ways to push their agenda, and they're vocal about it. Like they're they're gonna win just because they don't want to deal with this shit. Because that's evidence of it. There, like they're spending money, they're reallocating resources to accommodate these demands regardless of how unreasonable they are they're willing to do these things to avoid whatever missed sales conflict social media pressure whatever it is it's just it's it's not good <laughs> like where, I have where's a it gonna really stop? good i have a really good evil idea what's that combining what we talk about and then ubisoft whole... well that's one of them no here's what we there needs to be a way to use this whole racism, homophobia shit to get them to release physical fucking copies of games. <laughs> I like it. I'm ready. Be like, why is my copy of Spyro not come with all three games on physical copy? Are you homophobic? You think gay people won't play? Be like, be- okay, we'll put everything on this. Is no it more because I'm shit. white? Huh? <laughs> it can it can be done if that if it's that easy with like other means. I think use it for the right reasons. I don't fucking care. Call them anything, but if you know if the reasons are right at that point, like yeah. if we can do that as a consumer, being like, hey, physical copies come back is homophobic, not. To. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, let's let's move forward. Goddamn video games! It's almost three o'clock. Jesus Christ! I know we're running way longer than I had planned. We still have things to do, but um. I think we'll skip that news article because it's garbage. <laughs> uh, Those are the best ones. Well, we'll just we'll go through it real quick. Uh, Epic Store continues to uh, gain steam. Ha 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 ha! Get it? Uh, <laughs> yeah. They keep uh, they keep acquiring um, exclusives. That they got Borderlands Three, Control, The Outworlds, Metro Exodus, and The Division Two, and they keep getting more and more exclusive games uh, to their store. And it's just kind of dividing the uh, the platforms, the way that you consume digital PC gaming, you know, because a lot of people are so invested over the time with Steam that they have large libraries and they rely on having features and achievements and things like that and everything streamlined. So, like, it's inconvenient for them to have to go to another platform to get a game or two games or whatever. You know, it's another application they have to download and worry about and you know where's my game is it on the epic store is it in steam so it's just kind of frustrating from a consumer standpoint and it just seems to get worse and worse and 
there's a debate going on that, you know, Epic's being anti-consumer and I mean, I can see that. I'm not really a PC gamer myself, so it doesn't really affect me, but just like uh, being an outsider looking in on what's happening, you know, I can totally understand the frustrations there. Are you guys like primarily or do you guys do a lot of PC gaming where this is kind of something you've been watching? I no. No. I want to say something about the Epic Store cuz I'm I'm a PC gamer, but I do what I just want to say one, the publishers who are trying to push the Epic Game Store, you are signing the death wish for your fucking game. That's my that's my first yeah. statement. Secondly, Epic Game Store, one, no reviews because reviews are fucking trolling. Go fuck yourself. No forums because you don't want people to harass the developer. Go fuck yourself. That's it. That's. I didn't even know this existed until now. That's how not that. Oh yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, there's this store called Ethics, huh? Okay. Yeah, it's a it's essentially turning the the PC market into the console market where you've got multiple platforms, and they have exclusives. You know, not everything's going to be just on one thing and you can buy whatever game you want and it's all going to be accessible through your your one interface. You know, you're going to have to have multiples. But what? at least you don't have to buy a $300 system for it. <laughs> Why? No, but it's my how do you physical reaction right now? How do you how do you like how do you okay, I'm not supporting people like when people review bomb games i think that's stupid i think that's the wrong way to go about it it doesn't accomplish but anything it doesn't <laughs> but to punish everyone to punish anyone <laughs> willing to have a conversation or to give their opinion or viewpoint on a game by just saying like there's too many trolls who harass people reviews are just trolling so no forums no there is no consumer voice whatsoever on our platform that is designed to sell a product to a consumer that is fucking crazy why would anyone prefer that? especially when there is an alternative that has all of that why would anyone ever choose the other one yep because <laughs> those developers Sorry, want that mean, money i didn't mean to be like they, that they want that like... higher split because they they make more money they get to keep more money through distribution when they go with Epic over Steam. So they're just basically like, oh, well, I mean, fuck the consumer. It's more money for us. But it's guess what? It's going to be less if, money because exactly. less copies sold. Yeah, exactly. The joke's on you because you, may, you might be getting a, a bigger revenue split, but the, the pie is going to be smaller because less people are going to be buying your game. Dumbass. <laughs> oh, well, whatever. PC gaming. Stupid. Do you feel sympathy for them? Do you think it's like a legitimately earnest effort to try and push this, or who Epic? Yeah. No, I I think they're in the wrong. I don't think they should be doing okay. this. Like, if like I I want them to be there. I want them to be a competitor to Steam and a new platform. But I think they shouldn't be doing this exclusive bullshit because it's it's making it more complicated for the consumer where you should be trying to make things easy for the consumer. You know, like, give them the option to to buy on either platform as you want and, and bring people over to your platform by offering features. You know, do sales more often. You know, partner with the developers to get better deals. You know, do things that Steam isn't doing. Build a better community. Build better tools. Whatever. Be better at um, cross-platform gaming and... and and making that a thing and, and 
you know, there's other ways to draw people to your platform than, oh, you can only get it through us. Because in this situation where you have something like Steam that's been around for fucking over a decade, you know, and there's so many people using Steam and there's so many games on there and you're just trying to rip people away from that, that's not the right thing to do. You're just going to piss these people off by making things more complicated than, than they need to be. And there's no benefit you... to switching because the only benefit is for the developers and the publishers who are getting a better split. They're getting more money. The consumer isn't getting anything other than I have to download this this new app and juggle two platforms. How is that appealing? Are you aware of uh, good old games, GOG? Mm-hmm. I you know why it's so... They get sometimes, but do you know why they are so... Comp- like, they make a lot of... Do you know why they're so successful? Uh... I fuck. I used to know. Isn't it something to do with the licensing or? Yeah, uh, there is no DRM whatsoever. You yeah, literally yeah. can you can rip the you get like an, a RAR file of the ISO or whatever for the game, and you can rip it onto a DVD. You can install oh, okay, it a hundred yeah. times. So you own it. Yes, you literally own the EXE file. No DRM whatsoever. No no codes. No bullshit. See? And Ooh, that's they have a. Cr- yes, and I recently found out. I just want to because PC gaming. You can actually take your Steam keys for some games. Like, let's say you have Dead Space 2 and you get a Steam key. Like, there's an actual key that pops up when you boot it on Steam. You can take that code and put it on GOG and you can own it on GOG as oh, a VR. Oh, shit. Copy. I didn't know that. That's awesome. Yeah. It's pretty great. See, that's, that is the perfect scenario right there. I'm glad you brought that up because that's exactly what they should have done. Been like, hey, guys, in a, in a world where you don't own your digital copies, come to us and own it. That's fucking appealing. It has value. It ha- you have a reason now for people to switch platforms and move over to you, and you're not the bad guy. You're the hero. That's how you do it. But yeah, that's all we got for news. Hey, Jazz. Hello. What's, do you know what time it is? Nap time? No. Uh, bath time? Yes. Ba- bath time. Ba- uh, Batman it's time. Been about, it's, been, it's been about a month, so I <laughs> Oh, I, gross. I it's time for what the fuck is that from yeah (laughs) 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 oh yeah we got a uh, what's the the jingle (laughs) (laughs) theme song (laughs) copyright what is that from (laughs) (laughs) perfect so I'm going to go over the rules because we do have a new person Dante and for the viewers I should, don't fuck that. They can go back and look at the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> they should already know the game. Previously on the Warcast. So, what the fuck is that from? Is a game where I will read everybody a quote from one of S.D. Perry's Resident Evil novel books. Novel books. Novel books. <laughs> right. And um, only the ones that are like written from the game. And you have to guess which game it's from. Uh, if you guess it right, you get five points. If you guess it wrong, you lose five points, and you can go in the negatives because everybody's in the fucking negatives. <laughs> um, if you don't want to answer and risk losing points, you can pass it to somebody else. If you pass it to somebody else, they have to answer who said the line, not which game it's from. They have to say who said it, and then you both get three points. And if they decide, or two points, sorry, I don't know math. Math and- is hard. If they get it right when they say who said the line, example, uh, you're almost a Jill sandwich, and you're like, I don't fucking know where that's from. So you pass it to Sean, and Sean says, oh, Barry said that. 
good job, he gets two points, you get two points. If he's wrong, you both lose two points. But if he gets it right, he can also say who the line was spoken to. And then he would get an extra three points. Just him, though. And yeah, those are the, those are the yeah. Brad Vickers yeah. said that line right? This The sandwich yeah. line? He was talking to the helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> I love that scene. It's my favorite. Yep. Who wants to go first? Uh, you know what? Nick can go first. Oh, yeah. God. I'm terrible. At this. Okay. <laughs> Nick is sitting at minus five points and has been for a while now. Yeah. All right. So let's let's do see it. if we can change that up. Are you ready? I'm ready. So here's your line. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have just left you like there like that. After all you've done for me, I at least owed you the truth. Ooh. You also get 30 seconds to answer. Oh, for fuck's sake. Um, <laughs> oh, anyway. Umbrella Conspiracy. What? what the first book. The, the first Resident Evil 1. I didn't say which book it's from. I said which game, but you're wrong anyways. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Which game is that from? It's from Resident Evil 2. Ada, uh, after Leon got shot. He's like, I oh, my it, bad. I thought that was Chris, or I thought that was Barry to... Jill or something. Nope, you're wrong. Wow. <laughs> after months and loses five points. Oh yeah, people in the comments, write your answer and then say if you were right or wrong. No, the answer. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they just heard it. <laughs> well, no, I mean like going forward. Anyway. <laughs> Nick, who goes next? Sean, because he's not gonna lose. He's. Memorize Are you books. shitting me? I've lost almost every, every time. time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we'll go to Sean. I got what, two? You got minus two. No, but I and got you're two right. Winning. <laughs> yeah. That's why you're winning. Actually, Cody's winning. I'm the biggest loser. <laughs> Sean, are you? No, Shayla is. Are you ready? Are you right? I'm ready. Okay. We know what we're up against now. If we use a little common sense, we'll be fine. That could be anything. Exactly. Uh, uh, <laughs> And it's the first th uh, three games, or it's four? just one of the. No, there's more than three. There's four. Zero, one, two, three. Code Ronda. Oh fuck. Uh. We have like ten seconds. I'm gonna pass to Nick. <laughs> All right, Nick. Can, who can you said repeat that? the quote? Yeah, here comes the quote, and remember, don't answer the game, but who said it? So the quote is: "We know what we're up against now. If we use a little common sense, we'll be fine." Sorry, Nick. <laughs> Leon? Nope. RE2? I, I don't know. Nope, that was RE1. Oh, that, that yeah, I switched it. I fucked myself. Because I was going to be like, sounds like RE1, but I know you would probably, I don't know. Nope, so you both lose two points. <laughs> Damn it, Nick. Which, <laughs> which leaves, last but not least, Dante. <gasps> Good luck, Lou. Jesus Christ. You got this. Literally, be, like, be this, 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 this is so intimidating. I didn't get either of those two either. Yeah. Well, here's your chance to redeem the other guys. No, don't do Are it. Are you ready for this? No. Here's, here's Wait, can we have a stake where all of us get 10 points if he gets it? <laughs> Let's go. I'd like oh, to double down your... on a bet. Okay. <laughs> oh, next person to interrupt me loses 10 points. Wow. <laughs> you just interrupted me. <laughs> Kidding. All right, so here's your line quote thing. It was closed before. Doesn't make sense that it would be that it would lock after we came through. 
I can't read. So you're saying this is re between Resident Evil 0 through... Code through Veronica. Code Veronica. Just like 0, 1, 2, 3, Code Veronica. Okay. <laughs> Do you want the quote again? Yes, one more time. Okay. It was closed before. Doesn't make sense that it would lock after we came through. <laughs> I... That's definitely not one. I think I know. It's definitely not two. I think... Uh... I think it's gonna be three. Resident Evil 3. No. It's called <gasps> It was a Billy quote. I gave you a Billy oh, quote. Oh, damn. Oh, why would you... Wait, where? When? <laughs> um, oh. so... I don't know. At some point, they go through a door and a lot. <laughs> at fire. some no point shit. in Resident Evil, they go through a door. <laughs> That's bullshit. Listen, I don't read the actual part of the book. I just find a quote, look who said it, and write it down. Damn. That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the bare day. minimum. <laughs> like, like you open the book, the the virus. All right, who said it? Somebody was just like, "Holy fuck!" And I was like, "That's gonna be the quote for Sean." Oh no. Yeah, oh so. my god. Sean, you're now at minus four. Uh, Sorry. I just I just <laughs> gained some ground last episode. It's okay, you're still Fuck. winning. Now you're underground. Oh. Damn it. Oh. the books. Oh no, that's Underworld. My bad. <laughs> Close enough. And that's the game. Wah, 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 wah. Yay. Terrible oh. job, everyone. Woo. <laughs> Next time on Who Wants to Be a dead or in debt. Who wants to be a dick? Next time on Everybody Fucking Loses. <laughs> Except me. Next uh, time on Context Matters with Resident Evil. <laughs> speaking of losing, let's go over some updates. <laughs> what did you lose? Are we losers? Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know where I was going with that, but uh, forced segue, right? Yeah. I <laughs> Uh, I finally got the unboxing video uploaded for the box that Alex sent me. So I just have to tweak a couple things and update the store. And then was I it can a loot box? post that. Kind of. Because I didn't Did know what was in it. Did you pay $1.99 for it? Okay, you're going to have to stop asking questions and go watch his video. <laughs> exactly. There you go. But, uh, he's just yeah. baiting you. I'm still pretty much in the same spot as last week as far as Days Episode 13 is concerned. Um, so pretty much. Uh, well, not... No, fuck you. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm, You're uh, at 13? I thought you were at 14. I will kill you. Hey, there might be something in the box. <laughs> Ignore it. God damn it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm expecting some more lines to be turned in any time now, and I'm just kind of finishing up a couple tweaks here and there with the audio and the editing. Uh, so hopefully it isn't too far off. I need to get Dante's lines as well. Uh, I'm still trying yeah. to hold out on any recasting, but there's still potential for that to happen. <laughs> but nothing's finalized. Uh, I'll let you guys know what's going on when I know. Um, I'm probably going to be doing a couple more Let's Plays again just to kind of fill in some silence between the Machinima content so the channel's more active. Um, and I'm also working on a few smaller projects machinima things that I can hopefully turn around relatively quickly just to get more consistent machinima stuff going but uh, nothing to announce just yet and that's pretty much all I got Jazz, what do you have going I on? I have a lot going on Wow. yesterday I did five stores and got a whole bunch of Canadian things and I sent it to Sean so 
hopefully yeah, that's I... another unboxing video coming yeah. of Canada goods that hopefully won't get banned at the at the border. Oh no. <laughs> or is there drugs inside? Shh. <laughs> <laughs> no spoilers. Maybe. <laughs> um, it's inside the maple syrup. And then I worked uh, not a lot on my secret video, but I did work on degeneration. I like how I you know. phrase that too. How you start with "I worked" to make I it worked, seem like you did a lot. I worked, and then it turns into not a lot. <laughs> I worked. Well no, I, so I worked a little bit on that project, but not a lot. Uh, but I did work on uh, irrelevations, and I got back to where I was before oh, good. I lost everything. And then just to say I added some, I put a dot at the end of the quote. Oh my god. <laughs> so, shut the fuck up. Progress, one dot. And I'm, I've am i been working on a... Uh, I'm trying to do like an intro for my YouTube if I start to play. So I've been putting a whole bunch of compilations of videos together where I'm basically just swearing. You're not going to use your other one? Your oh, that's other for intro? like Let's Plays. Then what are what? what? Well, like that's my that's my let's play intro, but I want to do a little bit like of a. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just I'm having fun doing compilations, and I don't want to download all of your videos to do it. So I'm gonna do it with mine. <laughs> all right then. <laughs> and uh, my friend is gonna pay me to start editing his videos from his streams. Ooh. So, I'm, that's gonna take. A, I told him I have my own shit to do, which I don't already do. He he. You wanna. You want to edit my videos too? <laughs> wow! What videos? <laughs> wow! <laughs> Fuck off! I, I'm sending you content. You can make a video God of it. Damn it! I feel attacked. Okay. Well, I hope so. Good. What mission accomplished? Yeah. <laughs> Pass the torch. To Nick. What's going mm. on, Nick? What 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 you working on? A lot, actually. I think I... You Holy I shit, it has been two that. weeks. Yeah, um... So, I am... I've been the whole... I remember I said a couple podcasts ago, like, I'm gonna stream, I'm gonna make videos. Um, I will, just not right now, because school and life and shit. But I have several projects planned that... I wanted to do something that was, like, cinematic and fun and movie-like and cheesy. And I... And it's kind of, I kind of want to keep it a secret, but the general idea is it's going to have a lot of fun, edity, referency kind of stuff. Like, I'm going to try and film it more like a movie. It's going to be... Fuck, how do I even say this? It's going to be like a vlog, except it's going to make it like a movie, where it's, like, edited and has a story, and it's going to involve different aspects of different projects that I'm going to be working on. I started scripting for it, and... Uh, storyboarding for it, and Sean's involved, so you guys should watch it. If not, because you give a shit about what I'm doing, because Sean is doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I put Sean's uh, name in the credits, so it's... <laughs> I, yeah, <laughs> like sponsored by Ward Production. Um, I was gonna approach Jazz too, but I haven't gotten around to that, so um, we'll talk no later. Can approach me without a passport. <laughs> well, good thing I have a green card. So I um. I have a red card. Red card. Um. Red and green cards. <laughs> Uh, means to an end. No, but I think I have... he just said he's gonna murder you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no. Well, maybe that's how <laughs> rear view. Well, I can't tell if that's the color thing or the rear view window thing. Red and green hair. Can't tell the difference. Anyway, um, I have a machinima thing. I'm scripting. I'm not gonna tell anyone what it is because it's early stages, but it's gonna be awesome and it's gonna involve people from this podcast again. I have a Let's Play that I know I'm going to be doing. I started editing an intro for it. 
I have some voice stuff that I'm working on for uh, Alec, the guy Rule of Alec, the guy who bought $300 game that wasn't worth $300. <laughs> he still bought it. Um, hey, he he made a decision and he committed to it. He has he, he that's true. He made whatever the merit of that decision is that will be left up to your uh, <laughs> listening right now, right? <laughs> He's I'm uh, proud of you, Alec. Hi, We're proud of you. <laughs> it's a physical copy, so it's worth something. Exactly. Right? <laughs> if he spent three hundred dollars on a digital copy, we couldn't be friends any longer. But he made the right choice. I know someone who's done that. Oh no. Well, that's why they're what not. Am I unfriending? What? <laughs> no, it's, it was free DLC, and she paid two hundred dollars for it in Good an auction. God. An auction for DLC, that's got to be... I'll give you a hint who it is, but... Does it start with an S and end with a Ayla? (laughs) Does it rhyme with Kayla? And rhyme with the hill, or till, or fuck, I don't know. Well, you done fucked it up. (laughs) It does does rhyme with hill, and it starts with a J. Oh, wow. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Um, So, yeah, I got that. I... It's basically, if you guys think my personality, whatever that is, I don't know what that is, is interesting enough to where you'd want to watch my shit uh, in a month or two, a month or two, in a month, there's going to be a lot of content, and it's going to be hopefully awesome and interesting, and you guys should check it out. Look up Ravenick or Ravenick essay on YouTube or Twitch or whatever the hell. And yeah, um, a lot of survival horror get stuff and a lot of Final Fantasy stuff and just generally... If you like 80s and 90s stuff, and you like to be scared, and you like mild mild disappointment, along with uh, general <laughs> Who amusement, doesn't like mild disappointment. <laughs> you might enjoy it. Also, I'm writing music for people, but yeah, so lots of plans. I'm like Sean right now, three week or a month ago, where it's like I'm moving, stuff's happening, life's happening, but then after that, I can yeah. I feel that. Anyway, sorry that was long, but nice. You got jazz. all kinds of shit going on. Good job. Keep it up. Right. Are you uh, are you still down for doing voices? Uh, in my yeah. head, they console me. There, okay, good. I'm always down for doing voices. Just nobody asks me. Hey, Jazz. Hey, shut the fuck up. It's Dante. <laughs> God. <laughs> hey, Dante. Um. Well, it's fine. I was just gonna say fuck you. Oh, well. Hey, Dante. What's coming up? So, <laughs> what do you do besides slaying demons and yeah, and making puns? Um. Well. Love your love your newest game, by the way. Thanks. I uh, put all my effort into it. I almost got shot and almost didn't make it to see it, but... Uh, <laughs> oh, jeez. What happened to your goddamn motorcycle in Bloody Palace, you motherfucker? <laughs> yeah, oh, that's a real... That was a real kick in the dick. I was like, oh, you have to use the actual game one, not the DLC one. Okay. Anyways, but um, before I went on hiatus, um, I was working on... Um, like, I've done... Let me just let's just go re- let me just go over what I've done. So I've done stuff like Resident Evil 4, Resident Evil 6, Devil May Cry 3, Silent Hill, and uh, wait, define done. Like they they they've been finished. These these series I just mentioned have been finished. Like they had I had like 12 episodes for some of these. I had seven for DMC3 because you can go about like this. Um, but so I'm trying to continue on some of those. So uh, I went back to write. A script for Resident Evil 1. I have both the P- PlayStation version, which I am going to do solo, solo cast, and then I'll have like a plan, like an actual cast for like the remake edition. Um, 
I did that with basically like Double May Cry 3 and Silent Hill 1 where it's just all Dante and then I have like an actual cast for like the better versions. Um, and then I was working a bit on the script for Devil May Cry 1 Spood. And then uh, I do this anime series called Love Live and it's, uh, it was called, it's my biggest ones, Manly Idols or Girly Idols and now it's just GM18 words. There was like a politically correct and then there was a politically incorrect and now it's just mashed together. Um, that's where my latest work in terms of like editing going because I got all the lines. I need to check to see if I got all the vocals for the songs because it's an idol anime. So I do like parodies of the songs. For example, I replaced this one song called, you know, Moving Forward Tomorrow, and I just put uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Um, what was it? Oh my god. I, I just remember it's parody right now. Dancing on the Street. Boogie Wonderland. I replaced it with Boogie Wonderland and then made the song about dancing on the street because that's what they're doing in the fucking episode. They're dancing on the street. So I do shit like that, and that's why it's like my biggest one. Um, so there's a lot of scripting, but there's uh, progress being made to get the anime half done. Um, Sean Senpai is working on me with uh, the second, uh, the sequel for my Silent Hill parody. It's called My Restless Nightmares. Um, we're doing the second one, which there's a difference. I don't call it like My Restless Nightmares 1 or 2. The first one was called Drugs and Gods. This one is called Sweet Dreams or something like that. Are made of this? Yep. And that's actually the theme song. So, um, we were doing that. I just, we, there's some people that I have to recast because it's been a year or two since I wrote the script and some people have vanished. I feel you. <laughs> you know, it's the struggle when you yeah. go on hiatus. You come back and there's, where did everybody go? Well, hey people, I, I, machinima you know. is tough, okay? Yeah. So, um, as he's pointed out, he's got some lines to turn in. I need to find Alora and um and then who was the who is the other one? Angela. I need to find Alora and Angela and get that train going. Hey, Hi, I'm Laura. Angela. Yeah. Do you want to be an Angela? Yeah. <laughs> I know I hate I, both. <laughs> damn. You, yeah. <laughs> so I think that's currently what's going on in terms of that before I, you know, pooped off the map for a good few years. So that's that's the agenda. I want to get back to finishing the My Restless Nightmares, Sweet Dreams, and then uh, get the anime going. Because um, after that, you know, I got a whole bucket list. So in terms of those two, so basically you're working on Silent Hill and Mainly Idols right now, right? Yeah, the the Silent Hill and uh, actually GM18 is what we'll specifically call it. Excuse me. <laughs> it's, it's, it's okay to be primarily Mainly Idols. It's a long story. Um, but... So those are just in scripting? Um, those are the ones that gone past scripting. Like I've okay. sent lines to people. Everything, oh. the, everything else, like the Resident Evil 1 remake and original and devil may cry one those are all still scripts okay cool yeah resident evil machinima that sounds stupid yeah who would ever do something like that <laughs> past episode one 
<laughs> what's Resident Evil? Isn't that Wait, Mia Malkovich You got past episode two. So uh, I mean, of Resident Evil one. I meant of Resident Evil. Which I don't. Oh. <laughs> I'm I'm still waiting for Raccoon City Stories episode four. Come on. You know, maybe. So is everybody else. <laughs> it's <laughs> mostly done for fuck's sake. I don't know. We'll see what happens. We were just waiting for the next episode. We just needed uh, people. People. Well, you got three, four people here. Specific people. Oh. Yeah. Pacific. Pacific standard people. It can be like Pacific. lightning from uh, Final Fantasy Returns. Just, be like, I'll, just I'll dress up Leon. as the person. I'll yeah. voice Leon. I know you have a hard time with actors. So. Yeah, it's uh, tough. Oh, jeez. Fucker. <laughs> God damn. I want to make damn. a joke about Silent Hill. Do it. There's so, so many jokes. There's so many jokes. No, there was... So I bought Shattered Memories, and I didn't even realize it was that called Shattered oh, Memories. no. No, because I, I, I'm aware that it's a remake of one. But then I was like, wait, is it's it called though? Shattered Memories. <laughs> Rem- Quote-unquote remake. Um, yeah. Demake. No. <laughs> but I just realized it's called Shattered Memories, as in it will shatter any good memories you have of the original. Oh, my God. Oh, no. And the like I, that connected with me when I like took it out of the fucking saran wrap, and I was like, "Wait, they it was they knew aware. they knew what they were doing." And now this my girlfriend wants a, to play it on PSP. This was so an I attack on Silent on Hill, and we never saw it coming. Sleeper they play us like a damn hill fiddle. Uh, how, how do you play a hill? Hiddle. <laughs> they played us like a. They damn did. Hill. They managed. They played us like a Tom Hiddleston. Mm. <laughs> Speaking of Tom Hiddleston, speaking of Avengers, who's excited for Endgame? Not me. Yes. Well, oh. wait. A little bit. You wait. have to be at this point. I, I want to see it, but I think I'm going to be disappointed. I think everyone is. Probably. We'll see. Well, my, I'll see, because I work next to a movie theater. Ooh. So, Do so, you get to see it for free? No. I... Uh, because I'm an, I'm a burger joint that works next to them. Oh, okay. I got, I have a friend who can help me see it for free, and uh, but that's pretty much it. <laughs> can you like walk into the theater and be like burgers? Who wants your burgers? And then just like plant yourself in the back and just watch it for two hours. <laughs> I would love to, but I, I actually have already tried that. That did not work. And I was left really mad and disappointed. But burgers. Hey, try. Who wants yeah, but I don't know. Uh, the Infinity War trailer looked like really good, and the movie ended up being really good. And Endgame, the trailer just kind of left me like, eh. So I feel like the movie's gonna do the same, probably. But we'll maybe see. they're playing it safe and hiding a lot. I know. hope so. I just, it's fucking Disney, and I just, I feel like they're just gonna bring everybody back. And I know that's part of the story, but I think they're gonna bring like everybody back for the most part with the exception of like a handful maybe at best if they do i'm never watching another marvel of movie well it's ever. the end of that whole <laughs> whatever phase so it's fine you lived through it <laughs> but i don't know i just i i have a feeling i'm going to be disappointed so i'm not excited about the fact that i'm probably going to be disappointed but i do want to see it there you go yeah. those are my feelings do you ever hate Enjoy that when like everybody? When they like have a movie or like a series or something, and a character dies, and then they bring him back immediately, and you're like, "Well, what the fuck was the point of that?" Oh, we've talked about this. Gotta teach you this lesson, old man. And it makes me angry. But uh, I thought we were gonna hit under two hours, but we're three minutes over. 
approximately. So fuck. Maybe with fuck. editing, we'll see. Well, hey, that's a yeah. goal for next time. Yeah, well, yeah. well, normally we're at like an hour and a half. That's what we say every time. You are right. Well, we got we got passionately heated. <laughs> wow, that's the thing. Yeah, there's always one subject that fucking derails or or yeah. just goes on for a little bit too long. Or, wow. Physical versus digital. <laughs> the debate. <laughs> well, we'll, end well it this here. time it was ethics. You shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us, everybody. As always, throw us a like, a sub, or simply share this episode if you enjoyed it. Or sandwich. Yeah, we'll, or, take, we'll take sandwiches. It's specifically a Jill sandwich. We'll take those. Uh, I like Uncrustables. <laughs> wow. We need Peanut a war and jelly. I think ours are tired. For everybody. But uh, if you have any feedback, we'd love to hear from you in the comments. Uh, that's going to wrap it up for this week's show. We will see you next time. Bye-bye. We did it. Say bye, Dante. Bye! Bye! Uh, 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 bye-bye!